Clubhouse Call-In with Burns and Gambo. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. It is the Burns and Gambo Show here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader and the flagship home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. They're getting ready to take on the Texas Rangers coming up later today and joining us for our weekly visit with a Diamondbacks player straight out of the clubhouse. We are talking with Diamondbacks reliever Andrew Chafin, who joins us here on Burns and Gambo. Andrew, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome back to the show, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are y'all doing today? Doing good. Nice to have you back with the D-backs. Take me back a few years ago. You started here in Arizona. You were here for seven years. What was it like at that year? Robbie Ray got traded. Starling Marte got traded. You got traded to the Cubs. What do you remember about that day? Well, first off, it kind of blew my mind a little bit because I was I was currently rehabbing an issue I had with my hand at the time. I talked to my agent that morning. I was like, yeah, there's no way you're going to get traded. You're broken. I'm like, yeah, you're probably about right. Go through my day or whatever, and then get out of the hot tub, and I got a couple missed calls from Hazen, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I called him back, and there you have it. Yeah. You know, so. they, then you're with the Cubs. Cubs end up trading you. Um, and then you get to the, you go to the A's. And then from the A's, you sign a deal with the Tigers. So a little bit of a whirlwind these last few. You've been very successful, but you've been with a bunch of different teams in the last four years. Yeah, yeah I've uh, definitely gotten around a little bit. Um, but I think it's one of those things that kind of helped me advance my career, if you will. Like, just kind of learn different things, different perspectives, and uh, seems to work out all right so far. It has, and you're back now. Tell me, when you were going through your decision-making process this offseason, what was it that led you back to the Arizona Diamondbacks this offseason? Well, it was a best deal at the at a place I was most comfortable with. So it, it just kind of happened to work out there. It's you know, primarily a business decision. So, yeah, um, but it worked out, and it, you know, it's exciting to be back where everything kind of all started for Yeah, me. I was going to say, what's led you to be so comfortable here? Because you do seem very comfortable here. You seem like you're you're well-liked by the fan base, well-liked in the clubhouse, by the coaches and the manager. What, what, what gives you that feeling of comfort when you're here, Andrew? Well, I'm at the point now I'm just going to show up and try to have as much fun as I possibly can. But that's always Even been you. The day and, yeah, I know, but it's, it just hasn't really changed. So, yeah, just show up and have a good time. Was it, that involves pitching well, so it kind of goes hand in hand. Was it a pretty easy decision to opt out? I mean, you did really well with Detroit. They had a really good bullpen, uh, too. You decided to opt out. You're saying so that was just a business decision to try to put yourself in a position uh, financially to go to a different team for more money? Yeah, pretty much. Like, like I only get to play this game for so long, and I need to be able to do everything I can to you know, support my family for as long as I possibly can through through baseball stuff. So we, we felt you know, that it was the best decision to make, and uh, here we are. You were part of a combined no-hitter. It was crazy, but against the Dodgers when you were with the Cubs, I remember you got a big double play, I think, in the eighth inning. What, what was that like to be a pitcher in a combined no-hitter? Well, the funny thing about that situation is uh, nobody in the bullpen had any idea it was actually a no-hitter. Because in the, the Dodgers bullpen there, you, you can't see the scoreboard. Like the, the, the visuals are terrible from down there. And uh, I believe uh, Davies actually had walked like eight, six guys or something like that. So there's base runners throughout the whole game. And it's like you don't 
You see how many base runners you assume somebody got a hit. You don't even think about it, you know. <laughs> so you had no idea until what you stepped on the field or word got down there. When did you? When did you find out there was a no hitter in progress? It was the ninth inning. I was up underneath, just doing my normal like uh, workout stuff after an outing. Um, I was sitting there talking with the trainers a little bit, and then the TV was on in the background. They were talking about like, oh, last time a no hitter, blah blah. And I looked at the TV. I'm like, why are they talking about a no hitter? <laughs> oh my and god! I kind of cut, myself, cut myself off, and I turned around. Both trainers that were in there had basically just turned their backs to me and put their heads down. I'm like, I'm not supposed to say anything about it. And I was like. Oops. Wait a second. So yeah. you you pitched that eighth inning. Was it Muncie you got to hit into a double play? I don't know. That was a long time ago. Bro. Okay, I wasn't that long ago. My God, it was like it was nineteen eighty five. You so you pitched yeah, that I got entire short term memory. Yeah, me too. You pitched that entire inning, and you don't know you're part of a no hitter in the eighth inning. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly what happened. That's crazy. I that's had one great. job: I go out there and get as many hitters out as quickly as possible, and that's you know that's what I try to do on a daily basis. So it's, uh, really, it's no different than any other day. It's not like I would have pitched any different. You know, around here we needed a smile on our face. So that that's a good smile on our face, Andrew. We appreciate that, Andrew Chafin, <laughs> our guest here yep. on the Burns and Gambo Show. Uh, let's talk about your role now. You're. You're, you're not the closer. Tori has not said that there is a closer, and yet if it walks and talks like a duck, it's a duck. Are, are you the closer of the Arizona Diamondbacks? I answer that phone when they call my name. I, it doesn't matter when it's going to be. I try not to. It doesn't really matter, honestly. Um, you know, if everything continues as it is and the numbers add up by the end of the year, then, well, if the boot fits, wear it. So I'm just going to keep answering the call and trying to do the best I can on a daily basis. But but to you, it, it, you said if the boot fits, wear it. As of right now, you don't think of yourself that way. Or do you think of yourself that way? It's just whatever they ask you to do? Yeah, no, I mean, i got to be ready at all times to go out and do what's asked of me. And, you know, generally it's been eighth or ninth inning pretty much the whole year. So that's uh, a, a role I'm comfortable in, and I'm happy to be able to go out and do it. You've, you've had plenty of saves in your career. It's, is there any difference to you pitching the eighth or ninth inning, or is it just the same? I mean, there's definitely a little bit more uh, adrenaline in the ninth, I'd say, especially when, you know, everything's on the line. You either... Well, you either do your job or you don't. It's kind of a, yeah, it's it's more exciting for me. Definitely throwing in the ninth and the eighth. What about uh, what about being around all these kids that were probably I don't know probably in fifth or sixth grade when you started with the Diamondbacks to to be around all this youth and excitement and you know kids that can you know, really play the game is that uh, that rejuvenated this D-backs club a little bit? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of excitement about that. It's. Uh... So it's, a, it's a whole different like mindset and approach than what, what I came up with, so to speak. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely exciting to see these kids out there going and just just going hard every single day, running through walls or trying to, anyways, and just just going hard. Like it's it's very fun to watch. Andrew Chief and our guest here on the Burns and Gambo show. This is the last one from me. You, you, Gambo asked you about the young guys on the roster and the energy in the room. Assess for me the guys around you in the bullpen because you know bullpens are real fickle. It's hard to know when you're going to have a good one and when you're not. How do you assess the guys around you and how they kind of set up things to get you to the 8th or the ninth? Well, I mean, it's one of those things where everybody's got a general idea of what, what role they're going to have or, or when when to kind of be ready. It's kind of obviously the same as pretty much any other bullpen, but I'm just trying to get the guys down there to relax and, and, and have fun with it and not try to stress too much or too little or whatever and just try to 
I try to help everybody have their mind in the right place. They'll go out there and get a job done. Yeah. Andrew, we appreciate the time as always. Best of luck the rest of the season. I imagine we'll catch up with you at some point. We appreciate it. Good luck today. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Thanks, Andrew. Sandra Chafin joining us here on the Arizona Sports Line Diamondbacks and the Rangers coming up later today.